0: Stu just said, you know, we were joking back and forth. Hey, I'm so glad 2020's over, huh? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Woo. I told you, 2021. Don't hope for it to come faster. It's going to be worse. <laughs> he just said to me, Glenn, it's only been a week since we've been back from vacation, from the holiday." And I said, no, 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 (laughs) no, it's been two weeks. (laughs) No,
1: only one
0: week. We've only had five broadcasts. This is our sixth. This is our sixth broadcast of, Mm -hmm. it seems like a (laughs) hundred years. That's right, because last. Tuesday was when we were talking about Georgia. I haven't even thought about Georgia. <laughs> Wednesday, ah, those
1: <that's>
0: <laughs> days don't come back. <laughs> okay, we're gonna talk to you also to one of the main guys at Parlor uh, that is now offline. We we'll talk to him and you in sixty seconds. The Glenn Beck program. It's a girl from parlor were all the men not available they have girls running things conservatives don't let women have jobs what the hell kind of wow contra- that's why this company was shut down mm. who knew they, who knew they had women in charge <laughs> anyway um i want to just uh, remind you that sarah is just she can't even look my way she's just go ahead look at me come on look at me uh, <laughs> Um, America is not done. We who believe. We no longer have the luxury of uh, thinking, well, I'm just going to write this one out. You don't. And the problem is not political. It's not. The problem is spiritual, quite honestly. But there are things that we can do that will will help. And one of the things that we have to do, we had somebody call earlier today and say, you're going to, are you going to get rid of uh, everything Amazon for what they did? Uh, How? 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 Do you know that 60% of all of the online processing, all of everything, all of the Internet, everything, is Amazon now? Well, I'm boycotting the Pentagon because they're using Amazon servers. I mean, it's... Everything. And if it's not that it's Google, but there are a few things that you can do. And I I want you to understand you can't boycott everything. I Stu vehemently disagrees with boycotts. I've come to actually like them uh, because I think when you can take your money off the table, it hurts those companies. However, if you want to take your money out of tech right now, uh, welcome to 1994. Literally, welcome to 1990. You got to get out of all tech. How are you going to do that? What you have to do is be strategic. When you see a client or somebody on this program or other programs, or you see somebody that is offering something that you use and they have a competitive price and they're good and they stand for what you stand for, switch. And the company that I want to tell you about is Patriot Mobile. You can switch with confidence. They use the same network as the larger providers, but they charge a lot less. Switching is easy. You can keep your phone number, bring your phone, buy a new one, build a bundle with multiple line discounts. You'll save big. If you're a veteran or first responder, you'll save even more. And you get Premiere Activation this month. Set the whole phone up for you. You Get a special gift with the offer code Back. You get the same service, lower price, and the values you believe in. This is the way to make a positive impact. You don't like what's happening? Cancel Verizon. Because you can. Now, remember, they're all riding on the same back of the same Internet and the same services. So you're not... You're not completely cutting things out because no one exists as an island anymore. But Patriot Mobile is not giving to things that you disagree with on the left. Verizon is and Patriot Mobile is taking their money and they are helping us fight the good fight. So support the people who are in the battle with you, not against you. PatriotMobile.com slash 972 Patriot or PatriotMobile.com slash Let me go to David in North Carolina. Hello, David. You're on the Glenn Beck program.
2: How are we doing, Glenn Beck? I'm good. How are you? I'm a little uh, frustrated and concerned, which I'm sure you are, too. And I've been oh, yeah. listening to your show religiously for a year. Thank you. And I I, I can't. I mean, I, I like you better than do Rush Limbaugh, if that means anything well, to you. Thank you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I do slightly disagree with what a lot you and uh, Rush and Sean Hannity are saying about last Wednesday's events.
0: What are we saying about um, the event that you disagree with?
2: That... First of all, it was violent. I, I, I don't really see the, the level of violence that is being described. Okay. First off, I mean, but I'm okay. Not, well, I'm so, not hey, wait, military. let's take this. Let's
0: hang on. Let's take this piece by piece. I don't think the event was violent. The event was fine. I don't think the march to the Capitol was violent. The march to the Capitol was fine. I don't think the majority of people that were even around outside of the Capitol. We're aware of what was going on inside, but smashing windows, breaking barricades, going into offices, uh, defiling our nation's capital and going in with, you know, handcuffs. And, and uh, I mean, they were going in to grab Mike Pence and make him pay uh, at least probably what five of the people were. I think a very, very small number in that crowd were violent. The rest of the people that didn't engage in any of those activities, I don't think they even knew what was going on, most of them. Do we okay. still disagree?
2: I can agree on that. Okay. But my point is this Isn't that building once it wasn't it once called the People's House because our representatives are there?
0: Um, No, the People's House is actually the White House, but people have called the Capitol the People's House as well. Uh, Congress is the People's House, but there are rules and there always have been rules.
2: And I understand rules. I'm just saying that I think that since they work for us, we should be able to be in the building, maybe not in that large a number but to supervise their work. I mean, I work a job, and my supervisor can show up anytime he wants to and supervise my work.
0: I agree with you 100%. And you can go to the Capitol, and you can see what they're doing. You can watch. You can go to the gallery. You can go make an appointment and talk to people in uh, Congress. You can do that. You can go as a group. You just can't storm the Capitol uh, by breaking windows and, you know, all of that.
2: Well and and I think that needs to be done more regularly because I mean obviously we're not in agreement with the work they're doing. obviously.
0: Yes, so you um, do need to have a presence and uh, and right. the people who usually live on the in the East coast should make their presence uh, uh, heard. I personally, and for a different idea, I believe that the capital is an outdated idea. Uh, You know, it was built really for about three months out of the year when they were supposed to come together with technology and blockchain and everything else. They can cast their votes online. It would make lobbying much more difficult uh, for the lobbyists to do because they'd have to travel. If you keep the congressmen and the senators in their home areas, in their districts, it makes it a lot easier for you to go. And also they don't lose touch With the people because they're still living in that community. There's no reason we send these guys for security reasons. There's no reason to put all of them in one place all the time. They should spend almost all of their time in their home district with access by the people. And the people should go make appointments and go peacefully and talk to each of them. That's that's to me the real solution here. It makes no sense to have everybody flying in, especially with security concerns, into Washington, D.C.
2: I agree with that as well. And me personally, I think that lobbying should be illegal under RICO statutes. I mean, I think the political party system should be illegal under the RICO statutes. (laughs) But that's that's a a different conversation for a different day. Yeah. But my my point is this. I've heard the saying that we can affect change either through the ballot box or through the ammo box. And I don't want to, I mean, I'm ex-military. I'm a former correctional officer. I have experience with violence. Trust me, I do. And I don't don't want to go that route if there's an alternative. But when you take away the alternative, I mean...
0: Well, I don't think we have taken away the alternative um, yet, um, because I do believe the answer lies at home. The answer lies in changing your community and changing your state and... And making sure that your state does not engage in the kind of uh, ballot mail outs. I mean, it was the excuse was it's because of the the covid thing. Okay, it shouldn't have happened the way it did. It should have been fought in the courts uh, by the right. But they were busy paying attention to something else. We know what the left had planned because the uh, uh, transition integrity project was out there. They expected to lose and they expected to storm the Capitol and hold the the right and to hold the United States government hostage until they got a few things like three states, et cetera, et cetera. So we know all of these things. What we need to do is make sure that Each one of our states are taken care of to the point to where the the legislature locks down the voting procedures and we don't have any of this anymore. And that's going to be up to the people to do it. I also believe that the answer does not lie in Washington. The problems lie in Washington. So the states that you live in, you should urge them to become sanctuary states. That We are a sanctuary for the Bill of Rights and anything that violates the Bill of Rights, this state won't do. You want to take away guns? We will not participate. Because of the Second Amendment, you want to shut down free speech? We will not participate. And we need to get our states. Now, there may only be half that do it, but half is better than what we have now. There must be places that people can live and be free and disagree with each other. That's America. A violent America, an America that shuts down one side or the other, is not America. We all must stand for the Bill of Rights. Uh, Thank you so much for your uh, phone call. I appreciate it. Um, Well, it snowed yesterday here in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know people in uh, New York thinks that means hell finally froze over, but no. The one thing uh, that it does mean is that we have officially gotten to the part of the year where the temperature changes uh, increase the chances that something's going to go wrong with your car. Your car breaks down uh, because it's cold. It really, really cold weather really hurts your car. And if you don't have a warranty on your car, you're going to be worrying about it. And every little sound it makes, you're like, oh, please, no, please, 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 I need my car. That's why CarShield exists. CarShield offers you maximum safety for the road at a low month-to-month cost. They also help protect you from expensive car repairs. In fact, plans from CarShield save you thousands for a covered repair. CarShield has helped over a million drivers so far. So drive with confidence like I do. When I get into one of my trucks at the farm... Man, those things, they're old. Their doors are going to fall off at some point, and I'm going to drive them until I just can't drive them anymore. And the reason why I can do that is because of Car Shield. Find out why Car Shield cars go further. It's 800 665 2157. 800 665 2157. Mention the promo code Beck or visit carshield.com. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Let me go to uh, let me go to Jeff in Texas. Hello, Jeff.
3: Hey, Glenn. Good afternoon. Um, so I'm a software engineer, and I thought I could give you guys a, a little bit better perspective, especially from a a high level on this uh, topic of Twitter and parlor cancellations. Yeah. And one thing I want to make clear: working in this literally every day of my life. Um, and I'm in my mid-30s at this point, so, you know, about 10, 12 years at this point. Yeah. There's no way that this was done overnight. Um, I work for a top-20 software company where greater than 90% of the Forbes top 500 use us. And working with them on a daily basis, I can, without any doubt, tell you most companies don't have a very successful rollout plan for new algorithms, new programs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So this not only had to be planned well ahead of time, it also had to be tested, developed like th- those kinds of things don't happen overnight. So that tells you well, they wait, had, wait,
0: wait, wait, what do you, what do you mean? I mean, you can, can't you just delete somebody from your cloud and your, your backbone?
3: So yes and no. But here, here's let, let's use Twitter for the example. we are seeing people all over saying I'm losing tens of thousands of subscribers per hour. Yeah. And, and that's just happening. Re- there had to be an algorithm built and there had to be another program in Twitter built to go through and pinpoint the people
0: there are there is uh, there is and uh, we we broke this we broke this news on my program maybe about two months ago where they where facebook and google are applying critical race theory and they're they're applying it to their hate speech filter and it is It is not only going for those who make the comment, but then all of those who have, quote, been infected by that comment. Uh, And it is it's already up and running, has been for a while. And we warned this is exactly the kind of stuff that is going to happen.
3: Yeah. And and I want to go on to say that that this has been a very successful rollout for them. I would say of of whatever this algorithm would be, because, you know, you see, you know, things I I remember when YouTube like 10 years ago changed their like and dislike from a star rating system to a thumbs up and thumbs down. And you never heard the end of it for like a year, Mm -hmm. Uh, something small like that happened. And people just outraged. This is happening. And some people aren't even noticing it. And it's a very successful uh roll out for them and i want to add something else really quick um it, it this is a very high level overview but you talked about the solar wind hack and i don't know no offense to you or I- anyone else that's listening i don't know that people grasp how the solar winds hack can be really used and i think it has a much bigger long-term effect solar winds is a monitoring program if you had a data center, Glenn, where you was hosting Blaze TV, you might install SolarWinds so you can make sure all 100 of your servers are online and that that the programs you want running are running on them. And you, you mentioned earlier something about how you know 3% of the emails might be targeted um, because of this. Well, it's easy because once you get into SolarWinds, you get a database of the computers you have. And the applications that run on them, and I might know that you're using a four-year-old version of an email server that's vulnerable to this specific type of attack. So Mm. once I get into SolarWinds, I can look at a whole database of all the technology that you own, and then I can start targeting that. On top of any potential security implications that you could have, because you're going to know what ports are open, you're going to know what network traffic is allowed and disallowed, you're going to know a, a lot of things about your infrastructure, which has a much more long-term impact than just "quote solar winds is hacked." Uh, solar winds by itself doesn't provide a whole lot of information to anybody, but once you get that, you can really wreak havoc on potentially what could could happen down the line. And I think you're going to see a lot of targeted attacks in the near future for us and our country because of that. And and these emails that you reported on uh you know last week, the government likes to sweep stuff like that under the rug and oh, release yeah. it at Friday, late Friday afternoon when nobody will talk about it and all that good stuff. So I think that's something we're as people, as citizens, are going to have to be more informed about moving forward. And and I hope and I pray and, and and one one good thing about this this is the good news is the big man upstairs is in control right yeah that's the good news um thankful for that but I hope and pray that people start seeing and like you said it's a big burden I feel like that you know I've been sitting down on this for a long time and I feel like every day I'm having to stand up and do a little bit more in yep. order to, to, to fight back. And that's the burden, really, is the fact that we've been comfortable in our own skin for too long. Yep. And, and unfortunately, but you know, the, the, gonna-
0: the good thing is people are waking up. They are indeed waking up. And uh, we just have to make sure everybody's hearts stay soft. How much time do I have? 30 seconds. Okay, we're going to have to uh, come back. We also uh, have one of the executives at uh, Parlor going to be joining us here in just a minute tell us what happened today uh right before we went on the air we found out that amazon has just erased parlor you can't find them it's a little frightening uh more on that coming up in just a second and your phone call 888-727-BECK stand by
3: This is the Glenn Beck
0: program. So the day Trump was inaugurated, the Dow closed at 19,732. Today, at the end of his presidency, the Dow is at 30,000. If you have a 401k, that makes a huge difference. Now, will it hold? Well, I don't know. In the last two years, Janet Yellen has made $7 million in speaking fees from the same corporation she's now about to wield immense influence over. And the Democrats have had a clean sweep. And the first thing on Chuck Schumer's desk, the $2,000 stimulus increase, and the money is coming from us. We're just printing it now. Goldline. Call them today, please, and learn how to get 6% free medals for self-directed IRA accounts and for their most popular graded $5 gold liberties like the ones that I buy. Five free half-inch pure bullion silver coins with a box of 20 of them. With all the counterfeit gold made by China, it's good to have some gold that has been independently certified and recognized by grading companies. And Goldline is the place you'll find them. Goldline, 1 866 Goldline, 1 Goldline, or goldline.com.
3: And check out blaze TV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Amy Peacock is the chief policy officer at the social media platform Parler, which you're going to have a hard time finding today because Amazon has removed them. Uh, Amy is uh, she has her B.S. in math, applied science, her J.D. at UCLA. She served as an editor on the UCLA Law Review. After she got her law degree, she went to USC where she earned her Ph.D. in philosophy she has taught at Southwestern Law School, Chapman University School of Law, and the United States Air Force Academy, also the University of North Carolina and University of Texas. So she really hasn't done a lot with her life, but we're going to cut her some slack today. Amy, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks,
4: Glenn, for having me. on. I'd be better if it was under uh, good circumstances, right?
0: So this is terrifying what is going on. Uh, And I think you guys are only the first. You're not the last. Tell me what happened. What's been going on? Where where this whole thing stands?
1: You
4: know. So basically, let me you know make one thing clear, which is that everybody agrees that all of this violence inciting. Content, or if people are organizing to have an insurrection, etc., that this content is wrong and doesn't belong. Correct. But that content has been everywhere in the last weeks, and this is a very extraordinary time that we're living in. If I may, if
0: and, I may oh, say, if I may say, Amy, it's not only everywhere on the left; it is still online at Twitter. Still online.
4: Yes. Yes. And so in this context, we feel that, of course, we are being treated unfairly. Um, We were given no notice on Friday. We were told first by Apple and then by Amazon that if we didn't meet their expectations as to the handling of this huge flood of content, then they were just going to drop us completely. And, you know, we have a philosophical model at Parler that we both uh, were nonpartisan, That we believe in freedom of expression, but at the same time, we want to respect privacy of users so that, you know, in the spirit of Section 230, the people who post the content are the ones who are responsible for the content. We are responsible for the content so long as we're taking reasonable steps once we become aware of -hmm. the content. And what's happening in the market, because you have the established players of Facebook and Twitter using these algorithms to scan content constantly, 24-7, whether you have any particularized suspicion about a particular user or not, your content is scanned. That's becoming the standard of what's reasonable on the Internet. And we say, no, we think that's an Orwellian standard, and that we should go back to the model of the public square. Where if you become aware that somebody is engaging in criminal activity, you take the appropriate action, which would be banning or, or you know, reporting to law enforcement or both. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. And humans are actually involved. Um, let me ask you, first of all, um, Apple did this. Amazon did this. Uh, they kind of all dogpiled you, on you. Is this a violation of any antitrust laws?
4: You know, that is unclear, and I'm not an antitrust law expert about this, so I'm going to leave that. You know, I, I am an academic lawyer, and I did a lot of research into the theoretical foundations of privacy, and I have a whole theory about that. And that's why I'm at Parlor, right, because I share their affinity for privacy and for trying to implement it on the Internet and so, prevent 1984 from becoming reality, right? I know. Leave that to them.
0: So but, but so, it, so, it does, so, vice is
4: mean that we're being pressured, right? We're pressured to conform to the exact same standards of content moderation and also data mining and, and uh, you know, algorithm scanning that our competitors use that these entrenched big social media are using.
0: So they told us that if we would just if we would just, uh, you know, build our own platform, that'd be fine. Now it's not build your own platform. It is build your own platform, uh, create your own cloud, lay your own fiber. I mean, we're not welcome on anything, uh, anything. (laughs) You know, we're going to have to have our own banks, credit cards and processing for everything. It's not reasonable.
4: No, exactly. It's not reasonable. And the people who have been the biggest detractors and the ones who are really trying to take us down, I think they need to ask themselves the question, do they want to live in the world in which every single piece of content that you put on the Internet is scanned by some algorithm for so-called wrong think, 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Now, mind you, I, you know, I agree that this activity is illegal, but once you introduce scanning You you use that scanning for anything. The door is open. And I think that you should not be surveilled in a free country unless there is some particularized suspicion about you. That's the spirit of the Fourth Amendment. That's what we've been trying to do at Parliament.
0: All right. So you you agree with the speech that is uh, plotting and planning violence. That that should be moderated and removed. You just believe of course,
4: it Of course. Okay. Of course. It's the methodology that I disagree with. Okay. I mean nobody and, and you know, at Parlor our goal has been to provide this nonpartisan town square for productive discussions on the important issues of the day. And if anything stops productive discussions because it stops the thinking behind them, it is force or threat the force. So, of course, we disagree with that content being on our platform. We don't want it there. And what all of us, every platform, even the ones with the algorithm algorithms have been struggling with, is this huge flood of content in this extraordinary time. Uh, you know, on Twitter, we had Hang Mike Pence trending,
0: mm-hmm.
4: uh, I think, on Saturday. On and, Saturday, that was going on.
0: And they have the algorithm, but it was fine for them. Yeah. Um, we have a report from Vice today that uh, that uh, Parler has been hacked into and 70 terabytes of information, including our driver's license, everything, uh, has uh, fallen into the hands of hackers. Is that true?
4: Well, first of all, I know that it's been the policy of Parler not to actually retain the driver's license, that okay. once a verification process is done, that that is destroyed. The scan of it is destroyed. So, uh, you know, yes, we we did collect it, but we destroy it. So I don't think that that would be true. I don't know about any hacking. I have it has not been confirmed at all by our data. I mean, our uh, our tech team. So yeah, I mean, we've so, had uh, false accusations of hacks in the past.
1: Okay, I haven't heard anything so,
4: that confirms this.
0: Where does this stand? Um, you're offline now. Have you had? Have you? Has anyone reached out with an offer to? to host a
4: parlor, so many many people, so many people. Right. But the thing you also have to understand is it's been this cancel culture, you know, rush as soon as Apple did it, then Amazon sent theirs. And then after other people got the word of it, Everybody just suddenly drops service. And like you said earlier, and I'm not a tech person per se, but there's different pieces of the puzzle. And so we've had a number of different people who have come in and said, well, we've got server and cloud. And then there's other people. And so we're trying to put the pieces back together because it's a multi-part structure that we need to rebuild.
0: Um, uh, Let me ask you this question because uh, you got your Ph.D. in philosophy, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, I focused on the right to privacy, so I have a whole theory about the proper legal protection of privacy.
0: Um, let me just ask you this this question. You know, I said last week there's no excuse for the violence that happened inside the Capitol. No excuse. But there are many reasons why it happened, and one of them is suppressing thought, suppressing um, uh, people's questions It forces people underground into private groups. It becomes they can become radicalized easily. It's very dangerous. Let me ask you, isn't all of this censorship and all of the things to silence people? Isn't that a big part of the problem? Aren't isn't big tech actually making this much worse? Are you with me? Do we still have her? Did they get to her? They're oh even God. censoring her on her phone calls On now. her phone calls <laughs> Wow. Now. Wow. This, this goes deep. Okay, let's, let's see if we can get her back. I'll take a quick break and we'll see if we can get her back. <sighs> All right. Let me, um, let me tell you about American financing. Time keeps marching on. Oh, man, I can't wait until 2021 because 2020 has been so horrible. Oh, shut up. The first person that comes to me and says, I can't wait until 2022. It's going to be so much better. Oh, I I think I'll be banned from being around that person. Need a five minute breather. Then you can continue with the madness. Here's what you do. You sharpen your financial game. You get on the phone. You take five to ten minutes and you talk to American financing. They're reasonable. They're logical. They'll help you save money. It will be a good part of your day. You could save $300 a month just by refinancing right now. That's the average. More than 19 million homeowners could save over $300 a month right now. Thousands of dollars a year, tens of thousands long term put that money to use for you. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. If you're looking to refinance, financing is going to become harder and harder for you to find. Do it now. American Financing, 800 906 2440. American Financing, NMLS 1 82334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right. We were uh, cut off. We uh, lost our connection with Amy Peacock. Uh, Amy is um, uh, with Parlor, which is gone today. Amy, how long before you are back up for business?
4: I can't say exactly. We are scrambling right now as we speak. And I guess being cut off was uh, a, a little bit fortuitous because I got a message from our colleagues that in uh, out in the world of the hacker world, there is a reputable hacker who says that the allegations about Parler's data having been hacked are actually false. So uh, we've had okay. this happen before where people said there was a hack so that's the latest that I've heard.
0: Are you going to, is there, is there anybody in Congress or the Senate that is standing up for you? Is there, do you have any allies?
4: I'm not sure. They're all preoccupied <laughs> today, right? They're yeah. all preoccupied over there today.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, let me just ask you the question that I asked you before we lost you. Isn't the silencing of voices a big part of the problem and the frustration that many Americans feel right now?
4: you know definitely there are people who feel that if they don't have any meaningful way of persuasion that their their options are are few right and so that is i think the frustration that you see out there uh, you know on friday when twitter banned the president a lot of people were flooding over to parlor so if you think about the fact that we have been blamed for not supposedly, you know, moderating to the extent of Twitter, although that's debatable because, again, the content's all over their site as well. You know, imagine that on Friday, where we had not expected this huge rush, this huge rush comes over, and it's precisely at that moment that we're told, get it under control in 24 hours or 48 hours, or you're gone. It's exactly that time. And, and see if we were been treated fairly by our suppliers. I don't believe we have been.
0: Uh, Amy, that we are in a mess, and uh, we wish you all the best. And if there's anything we can do, and please stay in touch with us. Um, you know, as long, as, long as everybody is is understands freedom of speech with the common sense, you can't plot the overthrow of the United States. If everybody no, exactly, understands it.
4: exactly, we're, we're, We are all on the same page. Um, we are going to continue to do everything that we can to save civil discourse, free right. and open discourse on the Internet while respecting privacy. I promise we're on it.
0: What about the idea of these big tech companies being private companies okay. so they have a right to violate freedom of speech?
4: Certainly they have a right to do it. Okay. But right now what we have is we have a few players who are very established who are dictating the terms. And in fact, Mark Zuckerberg was, you know, Facebook was taking out ads in the New York Times recently, calling for improved internet regulation. Hmm. And what that means is that he would like to see regulations that mandate the sort of content moderation standards that Facebook uses. If they want to make that decision for themselves, that's fine. But they're even lobbying to have it put into law.
0: Amy, good luck. Chief Policy Officer at Parlor. again, we stand behind freedom of speech and we'll help you any way we can, Amy. Thank you so much. Thank you. You bet. Uh, all right, let me, go to, uh, let me go to Gail in Kentucky. Hello, Gail.
1: Hi, Glenn. How are you? I'm
0: great. How are you?
1: We're good because of you. I am calling to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because of you, Glenn, we are as prepared as we can be for what's coming. We have listened to you since Fox News days. And I I remember the times you said these things were coming, and I can still see the look on Bill O'Reilly's face as he sort of looked down his nose as you said those (laughs) things. And I smile to myself when I hear him repeating exactly the things that you've said and it's his word now (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah
0: i do you i'm I'm glad
1: you go ahead
0: i just gonna say i'm glad anybody is awake i'm just glad anybody is awake
1: and you have awakened many of us glenn thank you very much you know this is your calling many times we've heard you say, "Why do you do this? It's because it's what you do. That's yeah. what and nobody else but you can do it. You bring peace, you bring calm to people like us and there's many, many of us that have because of you and the things that you have said through all these years have we have gotten prepared, and we are we're as prepared as we're gonna be.
0: Gail, you're making me uncomfortable now. I'm not good at taking uh, compliments like this. I so appreciate your phone call. Thank you. Thank you so much for what you have said. There is still a lot of work ahead of us and a lot of things that we have to do to prepare. We are going to be the ones that are uh, the happy warriors and the people that will take in the refugees and heal.
1: That should be our goal. We'll see you tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.